WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. With WPGU News, this is Tara Mobasher. Today is April 1st, 2021. On Tuesday, the Illinois Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity released updated Phase 4 guidance to expand capacity limits for some in-person events. Phase 4 loosens limits on gatherings to a 50% capacity but maintains an emphasis on wearing masks and social distancing. The university is still encouraged to hold events virtually when possible and observe current COVID-19 safety protocols. To move forward into the bridge phase, which operates at a 60% capacity limit, 70% of residents 65 and older must have received their first dose of the vaccine with no increase in COVID-19 metrics. To move into the final stage five with no capacity limits, 50% of residents 16 and older must have received their first dose with no rise in COVID-19 metrics. Yesterday, Governor J.B. Pritzker announced that K-12 schools will be receiving $7 billion in federal funding over the next three years. The money comes as part of the American Rescue Plan passed by Congress last month. In addition to the federal funding, Pritzker announced a collaboration between his administration and the P-20 Council, a state government agency dedicated to improving education in Illinois, to develop a 180-page guide to help educators and community leaders revitalize education. The Learning Renewal Resource Guide isn't a substitute for local ideas and homegrown initiatives but it is an expert compendium of some of the best ways to renew learning. Finally, Governor Pritzker announced four new statewide initiatives to help support learning renewal. High-impact tutoring, social and emotional learning, interim assessment guidance, and bridge transition support. COVID-19 cases are on the rise statewide, including at the university. Illinois alone has seen one and a quarter million cases compared to the world's total 128 million cases. Of those, the university has found approximately 6,400 cases through their SHIELD testing program. This past month, the university has averaged a positivity rate of 0.1%, but the last seven days have seen that rise to 0.15%, with 22 cases on Tuesday alone. Experts warn that COVID fatigue could be at play, the emergence of three FDA emergency-approved vaccines in combination with rising temperatures may be to blame for the lack of social distancing, which in turn raises COVID rates, while another explanation may be the arrival of a new, highly contagious B117 variant of the virus that accounts for approximately 26% of current cases nationwide, according to the CDC. To protect yourself and others, keep social distancing and get vaccinated as soon as you are able. Pharmaceutical company Pfizer says preliminary results for its vaccine trial show its COVID-19 vaccine to be 100% effective in people ages 12 to 15. Among the more than 2,000 participants, only 18 contracted COVID-19 and all 18 had to be given placebos. The company also says the study found slightly higher levels of antibodies in the teens than were found in the 16 to 25-year-old participants of a previous trial. Though Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine is currently only authorized for use in people 16 years or older, the company is moving forward with clinical trials for younger participants. 
The next phase of trials saw children aged 5 to 11 get their first doses of the vaccine last week, and another study with children between the ages of 2 and 5 will begin next week. The Supreme Court heard arguments over the NCAA's compensation policies on Wednesday. With more, here's WPGU's Barrett Wynn. The U.S. Supreme Court heard arguments on Wednesday over the NCAA's refusal to financially compensate its student-athletes and appeared to side with the arguments presented that suggested that such refusals were violations of federal antitrust law. The NCAA has long opposed paying benefits or salaries to its athletes as they alleged that the payment of such benefits would ruin the amateur quality of their games and jeopardize viewership. The majority of justices in attendance appeared to be skeptical of this claim, and Justice Brett Kavanaugh referred to the NCAA's argument as, quote, circular and even somewhat disturbing. Additionally, in an unusual turn of events, Justice Clarence Thomas weighed in during the statements, commenting that he found it, quote, odd that wages for coaches and other administrative staff have risen while players still receive no payment. The Supreme Court is expected to rule on the issue by the end of June. From WPGU National News, this is Barrett Wynn. For WPGU News, I'm Tara Mobasher.